0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the Nebraska Soccer Talk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Cleary. Episode 22 is a bonus episode. We are almost to the end of the high school season, but I'm here to give you a quick state championship preview for class A boys and girls. I won't be giving a full recap of the state tournament because Chase and I will be back on after all the games are done to go over all of the things that we liked, things we didn't like, the players that we liked, as well as the team performances that we were impressed with. The Class A tournaments have been a roller coaster of emotion, and I have no doubt that the championship games will have us in that spot too. Enjoy the preview. championship previews are brought to you by Sports Recruiting USA. Sports Recruiting USA is the most transparent, personable, and affordable U.S. college soccer recruiting consultancy in the world that has helped place student-athletes in college and universities across the United States since 2010. To learn more, visit sportsrecruitingusa.com. First up, the girls' Class A championship game, Millard North versus Gretna High School. First, let's talk about the number eight seed, the Millard North Mustangs. The Mustangs have shown to be a true tournament team. I've said it all along. Um, they made a final appearance in the Metro tournament before falling to Gretna. And then they also made a final appearance in the district tournament beating Gretna. So they, they know how to make a run in the tournament. That's clear. They proved that again uh, in the state tournament, going as the eighth seed all the way to the state championship game, which is quite an achievement in, its, in and of itself. Uh, the Mustangs have two standouts. We've been talking about them a little bit this year. Um, they are Sena Aovici. And Campbell Zimmers, this will be their last high school game as teammates before they head off to be opponents again in the Summit League. Iovisi is headed to the University of Nebraska-Omaha, and I know Coach Tim Walters is excited about her. Um, She could uh, play a couple different roles probably for them. And uh, Zimmers is headed to the University of South Dakota, where I'm sure she will be successful under Coach Michael Thomas. Both Iovisi and Zimmers are talented players, but they've had some solid supporting cast members step up as well. Uh, First one I want to talk about is uh, Junior Ocean uh Shirley was in she co- she's a d1 commit to uh, south alabama um she only got to play half the year due to a weird transfer rule um but uh her introduction to the team has buoyed the mustangs uh forward has pushed them forward um she made the all-important game-winning pk in districts to send them to state uh ocean wasn't able to play earlier in the year because uh nebraska state association considered her a transfer because she returned back into the United States from Belgium where she was playing there uh, for a club team. Um, and also as a Belgium international youth international, which is pretty cool. Uh, we're planning on having ocean on the show at some point this summer to kind of talk about her experience. Cause it's definitely a different experience versus what other high school uh, players and just students in general go through um, aside from ocean. I think it's also important to recognize some of the other younger players like Paige Salcedo, Emma cook and Romy Loveridge, who have played some big minutes for the Mustangs. Um, well, Alvesi and Zimmers are two seniors who have gotten a lot of of the publicity. I think it's also important to give recognition to seniors: Ever leverage, Katie Bieberness, and I hope I say her name right, Faith uh, Kutshaw. Have uh, they put their time in on the defense? So uh, obviously they're a well-rounded team. They have some experience. They have some youth, um, but they have some players who, behind Alvesi and Zimmers, have put in a lot, a lot of work and a lot of minutes. And yeah, they haven't had the biggest winning record, but. Um, they've been strong on the back half of the season and and they're making quite a run in this tournament. And of course the story of the postseason season has been the goalkeeper move. Uh, Sidney Anderson who played well in in goal almost throughout the entire season is now playing as like a center forward for them. And Aliyah Matthews is in goal doing very well. Um, It's been an interesting move by coach Abuig, but it has paid off. I think one thing that we aren't talking about as much, we're talking about a lot of uh, specifically to the goal. I think that's been a lot of the story. But I think the interesting move that has been in moving Sydney up top is that it's pushed Campbell Zimmers more into a deeper lying role. Maybe as you could consider an attacking midfielder, or maybe just straight up a midfielder. This does hamper Zimmer's ability to score, which for her individually might be something that she wish she could score more. But I think it makes Miller North better. Uh, Zimmers does a great job in the midfield connecting the back line to Saina, Iovici, up top, and that makes the transition game possible for the Mustangs. It allows them to defend because they know if they can find Zimmers, she'll be able to find Iovici, and they can go forward and attack, and they can be very dangerous. So, yeah, it's been the big focus on the goal, but that move has actually uh, had a trickle-down effect tactically and made the Mustangs better. Um, For me, you could argue that... um, there are other players of the year uh, there and there are um, Haley Peterson from Lincoln East has been excellent. Obviously Sarah Weber, who we're going to talk about soon, uh, but Sena Avici definitely deserves to be in the conversation for most valuable player for what she does for the Mustangs in big moments. If you, especially if you define as most valuable player is if she wasn't on the field, what would that team be like? And I think Sena brings a ton of, to the table for the Miller North Mustangs and and, but they're going to need it all on the table. Um, to beat the Gretna Dragons for a second time this season. So, with that said, we're going to move to the Gretna Dragons. The Dragons have set all sorts of records um, this season, but they've had an interesting postseason, right? They dropped to Millard North in districts, and they were pushed all the way to an end to the end by an incredibly talented Lincoln East team. Um, the Dragons are very talented in their own right, and it starts with Sarah Weber. I'm sure there are people who are going to sigh or roll their eyes that we are bringing up Sarah again because we've talked about her a lot on the podcast. Like stop, she is an incredible soccer player. Um, she's been an incredible soccer player her career, her whole career, and and to be honest, in all my interactions with her and the opportunities that I've seen her play, um, in practice and in games, but also had the opportunity to work with her at different camps. She's an awesome person, great person to train. The Huskers are getting a great player and a great person. Um, she's had an unbelievable season, an unbelievable career. Um, but I'm sure Miller North have a game plan for, her, and so it'll be interesting to see what they do to 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 curtail her impact on the game the problem with game planning for sarah weber is that you also have to handle madeline white savannah dafini london Daffini, chaley french and allison marshall um in the back the dragons obviously have a solid spine and creighton commit taylor daffer who's one of the few players who actually gets close to sydney anderson on the field in height and then unk commit in goal Rahana Deharsh. uh Taffer will have her hands full dealing with the height of Sydney Anderson and the skill pace and goal scoring ability of St. VC. That's going to be a fun matchup to watch. She obviously has some help in the back line too, but she she'll have her hands full there. Um, I think the key for the Dragons is going to be to not get frustrated. The Mustangs are very well coached. They're very good and disciplined at doing what they need to do to win the game. They've proven that. They're going to manage the game, they're going to play defensively. Um, you know, I think some people have their own opinions about that. You play to win the game, right? So this may make it difficult for the Dragons to score early. If they are patient, they are going to get their chances. The Mustangs will have a plan on how to handle Sarah Weber. So if the Dragons are going to try to force the ball to her, force the ball to for, for, first of all, her, they're going to find themselves frustrated. Sarah's going to find herself frustrated. They're just going to need to let the game come to them while also not being too lax and, and getting countered on by the Mustangs through their dangerous attackers. I am going to stick with my original prediction. I do think Gretna will be the state champions, um, but I do believe Miller North will push them all the way. This is the fourth meeting between the two teams. They know each other so well, and this is also the state championship game. I think between the two teams knowing each other so well and this being the final, I expect it to be a tighter affair. Both teams badly, badly, badly want this state title, um, and I think it's going to be a good game, but like I said, Gretna on top in a close one. Uh, Before we get to the boys game uh, and sorry, before we get to the boys game, you know, the girls game is first in uh, tomorrow night as well on Tuesday, 5 p.m. kickoff. Um, Before we talk about the boys game, though, we're going to get a word from Anchor, our sponsor. All right, and we are back next up the boys final between number one and undefeated. Lincoln Southwest and number two Omaha South. This is the matchup that both chase and I predicted would happen. Uh, chase predicted Lincoln Southwest to go the distance and complete the dream undefeated season. And I predicted Omaha South to do what Omaha South does in state tournaments, show up, entertain and win a state title. They're good. I think the crowd's going to be incredible for this game. Um, so make sure you, uh, get out and support either team or get out and support and watch. Uh, The two teams have contrasting styles a little bit, but one thing they have in common is they're both incredibly competitive, incredibly talented. They both play good soccer and they are both very well coached. Um, Both teams are fun to watch. And so I think we're going to be in for a fun game um, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but let's talk about Lincoln Southwest first. Uh, We usually talk about goal scores first, but you know where this is going with Lincoln Southwest. We are going to talk about the goal stopper. Nolan Fieldberg, Northern Illinois commit monster in net. We've talked about him a lot. Um, he's a good player. I mean, he is a good soccer player in general. He's not just a goalkeeper. He can come off his line. He can play with his feet. He understands the game. He dictates how the defense plays in front of him. He has good distribution. Um, he's just an all-around really, really good goalkeeper, and that's why he's going to Division I. That's why he's going to Northern Illinois. Um, I'm be excited to see if he can cap his high school career with a state championship in front of him, uh, is a plethora of experienced talent. And we're going to start with their leading goal scorer, Braden Lackey, in the attack. Braden is committed to Doan soccer, which is a great gut for Doan, by the way. Um, Braden's a quality attacker. He he can score goals. He can be the provider for the Silverhawks. And I think what I most appreciate about Braden is he's really, really talented, um, but he doesn't get too cute or take too many touches on the ball. He plays simple, and I think that's what makes him Um, a very good player. And again, I think him going to Doan is a great get for Doan and he's going to do really well there. Um, the Silverhawks are all around a solid squad that include players like Rhodes, Nova said Lee and Hamuda all going on to play college, all bringing a little bit of different things to the team, a little bit of different things to the table. Um, coach has them Organized, uh, they are a very very good team. Coach Moss from Omaha South said they he, are a team without weaknesses, which I don't know if that is uh, playing a little bit of mind games in the press. But uh, to be honest, I don't know exactly what Lincoln Southwest's weakness would be. So um, they are a very very good team, and it would be a cool story if they go undefeated and win it all, uh, especially for a team out of Lincoln, since a lot of times the focus gets on the Omaha schools in uh, in the soccer world for high school. So. Over to Omaha South, Uh, the attacking talent gets a lot of the attention, rightfully so, right? Wawa Palga, Edwin Cisneros, leading goal scorer, Kevin Besseril, incredibly fun to watch. Uh, Cisneros obviously scored a great goal in um, the semifinal, but I think a key player who really doesn't get talked about enough for South, and we haven't talked about him enough on the podcast or on our website or on social media, is senior midfielder David Rojas, and I think he is going to have to play lights out for South to, to get done what they need to get done. He's not as flashy as some of his teammates, but he provides um, defensive support in the midfield. He provides organization in the midfield, and he has a really good ability to connect and move the play along and hold the team together. Um, with the way that South likes to play, they they need to have that. They need to have that connector, that pivot, that anchor in the midfield, and I think Rojas does a great job of that. Um, and obviously he can also drop back in and play, uh, more defensively too. So, and then of course the play of goalkeeper, Rodolfo Ramirez is going to be important as well. Uh, we talked about Nolan Fieldbirth, uh, Rodolfo is a good goalkeeper. He does come off his line. He can play with his feet. Um, so yeah, I think the, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to seeing is how Lincoln Southwest deals with the outside backs from Omaha South because they are some of the most attacking outside backs. I have witnessed in high school soccer boys or girls. So it'll be interesting to see how they deal with them. It'll be interesting to see how they deal with the plethora of attacking talent. Um, I do think Lincoln Southwest, if Omaha South pours too many numbers forward, Lincoln Southwest will be able to be dangerous on the counter and, and, and Braden lackey will cause the South defense problems. Um, I think it's going to be fun game to watch. I think it's like a heavyweight title fight. Um, uh, I do agree with southwest coach derek Shike. he said it's it's going to be more of a chess match um i said title fight and i don't mean title fight is in that they're going to come out swinging and throwing haymakers i think it's going to be like one of those where they, they're going to come feel each other out it's going to be a slow build up it's going to be very tense um uh both teams are going to be game planning both coaches will game plan for this i don't expect it to be an open affair it will be entertaining but i don't expect it to be wide open at least not right away maybe an early goal is scored and maybe that changes things but to be honest a wide-open game does not benefit Lincoln Southwest. I don't think you want to get into a who-can-score-more-goals contest with Omaha South. Um, so if Lincoln Southwest keeps it low-scoring, I think it's, that's going to be better for them. I am going to stick with my original prediction. I do think Omaha South uh, makes it out, um, and are and, and the champions with the lone blemish to Creighton Prep on their record, um, I think they're going to be state champions. Either way, the game is going to be electric- you know the, the fans are going to be crazy um, for both teams because um, it's a big game for both teams and both communities. Um, again, Gretna and Millard North, 5 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Omaha South, Lincoln Southwest to follow at 8 p.m. You need to buy your tickets ahead of time. I went on Saturday, and there were too many people who still have not gotten that message. Buy your tickets ahead of time. You have to buy them online, but get out and support. Um it looks like it's going to, it looks like the weather's going to hold up tomorrow. So get out and support these two, these four teams in these two games. They're going to be awesome. That's the class a boys and girls preview. Again, it was brought to you by sports recruiting USA. You can learn more about the sports recruiting USA by visiting www.sportsrecruitingusa.com. The most transparent and affordable sports recruiting consultancy agency in the world. Um, thank you and good luck to all four teams. and that was the class a boys and girls state championship preview thank you for listening make sure you rate review subscribe and share retweet us on twitter suggest us to friends family fans uh teammates coaches to follow along because we are going to continue to cover high school soccer we are almost done uh tomorrow i will do a class b preview that i will put out um during the during or in between the two class a games or something like that Uh, and then we'll also put out a total recap of the season in the state tournament um shortly after the season all concludes and then we also will have some uh some content coming for the senior showcase game because we want to showcase the seniors whether they're going on to play soccer or not there's so many seniors who have had excellent careers And we want to talk about them and talk about what their future plans are and also talk about some of the cool uh, combinations that we get in that game with some of the really, really talented players playing together for the first time ever, or maybe playing together like they usually do in club with some additional high school teammates and stuff like that. So some really exciting content still coming up. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, Keep continuing to share us and keep continuing to be a part of the uh, great Nebraska soccer community.